You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. When Israel was about to enter the land, Moses lamented, Yet to this day the Lord has not given you a heart to know, nor eyes to see, nor ears to hear. Deuteronomy 29.4 In contrast to this, we live in an age when God is writing his Torah on hearts. Those who have been born from above receive a new heart. That heart has the capacity to be inscribed with God's authoritative direction. Ezekiel eleven nineteen to 20a. And I will give them one heart and put a new spirit within them. And I will take the heart of stone out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and keep my ordinances and do them. And Jeremiah 31, 33b, I will put my law within them, and on their heart I will write it. Let's agree. God has written, and is in the process of writing, his Torah on our hearts. Where do you think he begins? What do you suppose might be his principal priority? I think he'd start here, Matthew twenty-two, thirty-seven b and thirty-eight. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The wise respect God; they honor His commands. This is the greatest command of all. It reveals God's foremost goal. It is worthy of the highest regard. I know that all who hear this already know that, but why not take a moment and do some gentle introspection? How highly do you value this command? Let's not forget a reason behind this command. God stresses this command because He wants your love. He rejoices in your love. Your love is part of the satisfaction he receives from being the Creator who is also a Father. One way God-lovers have expressed their admiration, appreciation, and adoration for their Creator Father is through their praise. It is a major aspect of communicated love. Remember, the Lord said, But an hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people the Father seeks to be his worshippers. John 4.23 The sincere praise we offer as a result of receiving revelation is important to growing our love 
for God. It is part of our participation in the relational cycle of receiving illumination, receiving spiritual nourishment from that illumination, and then expressing our appreciative love of the one who has revealed himself. It's like the water cycle described in Job 36, 27, and 28. For he draws up the drops of water. They distill rain from the mist which the clouds pour down. They drip upon man abundantly. Bring this to mind. Our worship is valuable to him. We know this because through the scriptures we can see ourselves in the light of who we are in his sight. The King of Glory created us to be so important to Him that He sought to win our affection. For those with eyes to see, what He reveals about Himself earns our devotion. Along those lines, heaven triumphantly sings that the Lamb is worthy. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were killed and at the cost of your own blood you have purchased for God persons from every tribe, language, people, and nation. Revelation 5, 9b, the New English Translation. Heaven's song is in harmony with Father's verdict. What verdict? Jesus humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. Philippians 2, 8b and 9. This is a version of the Lamb's praise as expressed in heaven. The Messiah humbled himself and gave himself up to be killed for us. As a result, God exalted him. Jesus is worthy of highest praise. And so, when we ask Father for revelation about what he loves about his Son, Father, what do you love about Jesus that I would love too? we might expect an answer that leads us to the greatest demonstration of wholehearted devotion in the history of creation, Calvary. And should we ask Jesus about what is true about Father? Jesus, what do you love about our Father which would stir my heart so I might love him in fellowship with you? We may find ourselves on the road to responding to God in the same way Jesus did. Ask. This has been another episode of Love and War with David Harwood. David is the pastor of Restoration Fellowship in Glen Cove, New York, and is the author of several books, including God's True Love and his latest, Growing in Love with God, a 40-day collection of meditations for both morning and night. You can find links to all of his books by visiting loveofgodproject.org and going to the book section. If you'd like to get in touch with David, you can follow him on Facebook at loveandwardh. The theme song for this podcast was written and performed by Leonard Jones from the album Skirmish. As always, thank you for listening, and please share this podcast with your friends.